Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. Let's talk about the, the dangers of pop culture, because this is, again, something even aside from having our kids in school, our kids have phones, they have access, you know, whether they go to, to youth group or not, they have friends or neighbors who likely have access to the crazy pop culture that's going on all around them. What do you think the greatest danger is of our kids being exposed to the culture today? The greatest danger, I'll answer that question and then I'll work my way back because I feel like that point blank, the greatest danger to our kids being exposed to the culture today, the greatest threat to our kids is that they would fall away from the faith or that they would not become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ because they see an inconsistency in the world that they are immersed in and the world that they spend a little bit of time in at home when the parents have the opportunity. We have to understand that often what we're working against is on all sides. So if I could just rewind, yeah, I want to go back to a piece here because you were making such an excellent point, Yvette, at the time. So I often ask this question of parents, both who, and we speak to a wide audience, right? So we speak to parents who are homeschooling, who are private schooling, and who are government schooling. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I like to do is just ask questions. Sometimes we can be very defensive, you know, when, when a person says, well, hey, you ought to, and rightfully so, a person, you sure. ought to, but I want to ask questions. So here's what I often ask, and I would say this as a homeschooling mom, when we are trying to reach out to other believers and convince them about what's happening in the culture, it might be better to start with asking questions. So here is the question, who has the lion's share of our kids' time? So some very astute researchers came up with a number of hours that would be represented in our kids' K-12 hours. Mm -hmm. So 113,880 hours, our kids, kindergarten to 12th grade, that's the number of hours that they have in that time period. 113,880 hours. According to research, they will spend 42,705 of those hours sleeping, They will spend 32,000 of those hours consuming media. 32,000 of those 113,000 hours will be spent consuming media. They will spend 17,550 hours in school if they are educated outside Mm -hmm. of your home. Now, listen to this. Quality time in the same time period from K-12, okay, the amount of hours, quality time that they will spend with their parents in that same time period, 3,706 hours. Wow. Three th- now, and then the, the amount of time that they will spend at church, uh, 2,704 hours, okay? Same wow. time period. So what we see is the things that we think will have the greatest influence on our kids Actually, they spend the least amount of time around or the least amount of time involved in. So they're not overwhelmingly involved in church. They're not spending quality time with their parents. So the question is, who has the lion's share of their time? It's all of these external entities that actually do have a worldview. 
So yeah. what we are battling is not just for, I just want, I just don't want my baby to leave home. No, what we are fighting for is the proliferation of the gospel intact, intact to the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. That's an incredible number. When we think about that, I mean, you, you can't really argue the numbers, right? Right. I mean, it, it is what it is. And whoever has the most influence over them is the one who spends the most time with them. It's plain right. and simple. And, and parents, you know, you can pray for your kids. You can teach them truth at home by all means. You can do those things, but it's so hard to undo all of the things that are being taught to our kids because of time. There's simply not enough time to do all of that. I want to read a verse really quickly, and this is Psalm 1. And this is, I think, one of the most powerful verses when it comes to um, why not to have your children in a secular institution and sometimes, oftentimes, even in a Christian institution. And I say that as um, a, a girl who grew up in Christian school my whole life and whose husband taught at a Christian school. Um, there are a, a few, a small handful of good Christian schools, but I would argue that most private schools are are um, comparable to public schools and what they're being taught. And so Psalm 1 says this, it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, mm-hmm. nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night, mm-hmm. day and night. We cannot meditate on the word of God and on God's truth day and night when our kids are not with us. And instead we're putting them in the counsel of the wicked. I mean, it literally says right here, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. And so, you know, we, we've talked so often about the whole salt and light argument and our kids need to be in public schools so that they can be the salt and light so that they can love their neighbors so that they can reach the lost. Absolutely. We should be doing that but not putting our kids on the front lines of this battle that even Christian parents and Christian teachers are having a very, very difficult time fighting. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. 